0: Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I am your host.
1: My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. Life has been crazy lately for most people, I would say. And my life in particular the last couple of weeks has been crazy. Wow, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, kind of hitting the fan, going all over the place and creating a little bit of, uh, well, I'll say discomfort is probably the best way to put it, but it's been really great. I've learned a lot of things and I've been able to help some people and I've certainly been able to help myself, which is really the only person we have any control over anyway is ourselves, right? And it's given me some inspiration to talk about a couple of things on today's show. Vitality is 43 years in now, 43 and a half years in. We have something exciting this weekend coming up. Well, okay, let me restate. I'm recording this a couple of days ahead of schedule here, but the show that you're listening to right now, assuming you're listening on Saturday, uh, January 30th, 2021, that day, that very day is a VIP sale at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. It's all day long from 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. So if you are listening on the radio, basically as soon as this show ends, the sale will begin. It is for VIPs. Our VIPs have to check into our kiosk at the shop at least six times to become a VIP. But If you're not a VIP yet, we would love to welcome you in with open arms. Non-VIPs get 20% off any one item of their choice and 30% off of the entire line of life seasons. Buy one, get one free on over 50 items and a huge raffle that you can enter for over $1,000 in products and prizes. And on top of that, if you are a VIP, you get 20% off of the entire store, just about, with just a handful of brands that are only 10% off. But it's going to be fun. I'll be there. My son will be there. Josh is going to be there, and Jen's going to be there, and Brian's going to be there. we got a great group of people there waiting to help. If you can make it in, we'd love to have you uh, in person. If you cannot, give us a call, 801-292-6662. Now, today I'm going to do the show just a little bit differently. You've heard of a preamble. Uh, You know, we have that thing in the Constitution that we all had to memorize at some point. Well, we also have a pre-rant now on Vitality Radio. This is going to lead into a bit of what I'm ranting about, but it's going to be much more calm. I'm actually titling this episode of the Vitality Radio podcast Peaceful Harbor. And I'm going to explain what that means in just a moment. But uh, to, to give you an idea, it's really, you know, I talked right at the beginning about the chaotic nature of life right now how nutty it is and all the stuff going on and all the turmoil and the lockdowns and the mandates and the new vaccine and the do's and the don'ts and the maybes and the maybe nots and all the other stuff that's going on and the virtual schooling and virtual working and virtual concerts and virtual this and virtual that. And social distancing and you got you know what I'm talking about. So many things going on and I've kind of avoided the topic of COVID the last couple of weeks cuz I personally needed a little bit of a break. And I'm not even going to talk about COVID during this section of the of the show, but to give you an, a little sneak peek into what's going to happen at the end, I am going to share a doctor at uh, Eastern Virginia Medical School who uh, has put together a protocol that is a combination of supplements, natural supplements and pharmaceuticals for COVID. And it's very interesting, very, very interesting stuff. I think you'll be interested in hearing about that. So that's that's at the end. So we'll do this pre-rant, then we'll do a real rant, and then we'll get into the doctor. Okay, now to the pre-rant. Neurons, neurotransmitters, synapses. You've probably heard of these things. You may be really intelligent about these things. You maybe read a lot of stuff, but I'm going to guess that if you're like most people, you know kind of what that stuff is, but maybe not so much exactly what that stuff is. And don't be ashamed of that. It's pretty technical stuff. I'm learning it myself right now in a deeper way than I ever have had to before. As I'm working through this NAAP process that I've mentioned several times on the show, trying to understand how the brain works is fascinating stuff. It's deep stuff, and it's not super simple, but it is necessary. We need to have an idea of what's going on up there so that we get to control how that plays out Instead of just letting our brain kind of run wild, which I think to a large degree, most of us do. And when I talk about our brain, think about the subconscious mind a lot, not just the conscious mind. I think we're all fairly conscious of what's going on in that area, but our subconscious mind to a large degree is a bit of a mystery. You know, it's where dreams come from. There's all kinds of different things that are going on back there that we don't even know. And most of us just autopilot stuff. It's kind of that... Driving down the interstate and you didn't recognize that you were three exits past your exit, or how in the world did I get here already? And you don't remember what happened between the last couple of exits. That sort of thing is what I'm talking about. Our body, our brain, puts us into autopilot on a lot of things so that we just do them, like breathing, for instance. We don't have to think about that. It's just offloaded to the subconscious mind and it does it. It's real easy to tie your shoes once you've learned how to tie them a few times or ride a bike or drive a car. But if we had to constantly focus as hard as we could on 10 and 2 and which brake is the or which pedal's the brake and which pedals the gas, and if heaven forbid, if you had a clutch and a stick shifter, right? But then once you figure it out, it's just there. And we don't have to really revisit it all that often. In fact, like they say, it's just like riding a bike. You don't have to ride a bike every day to remember how to ride a bike four years after the last time you rode one. So the subconscious mind is this powerful tool. But if we don't quite understand what's going on up there, it can actually work against us as much as it can work for us. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Do you ever feel like you have voices in your head? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds kind of funny, right? but maybe you actually do feel like that just a little bit. Well, guess what? You're not alone. We all feel like that at some point. Now, maybe we're not talking about actual literal voices that we can hear, but there's a lot of signals and messages going on up there, like millions of them. Every second of every day, that stuff's happening. And so far, modern science, neuroscience has found over a hundred different neurotransmitters that have been identified and they have an idea, if not a very good one, of what those neurotransmitters do. You may have heard of some of them, maybe dopamine rings a bell or epinephrine or norepinephrine. Serotonin is one that a lot of people know because of the antidepressant drugs, the SSRIs. Uh, Oxytocin, the love drug, they call it, or the uh, love hormone or the love neurotransmitter, whatever you wanna call it. Oxytocin is the one that is produced from breastfeeding. It's also produced anytime that you give an extended hug to someone who wants that hug. And oxytocin is an excellent example of how we can actually manipulate those signals, those messages that are neurotransmitters, because I can create with you by giving you a hug oxytocin well, we can also create more serotonin and more dopamine and more epinephrine and less of this and more of that based on our behaviors and our thoughts. So let's talk about what's going on in the brain every single day in America. If this doesn't boggle your mind, I'll be a little surprised because it kind of blew me away. I knew there was a lot of input. I mean, think about it we live in the modern age we have social media we have tickers even you know if you can't watch the news without a ticker going by or a sports game you know a football game or a basketball game with all the scores and the stats and all the different stuff going on that that didn't used to be the case whatever was on the screen was on the screen there wasn't a bunch of extra information we have music everywhere we want it. It's on our phones. It's on our watches. It's all over the place. We have TV that we can stream everywhere from anywhere that we are. And all of that stuff is information. Well, in America, the average American adult receives 34 gigabytes of information every single day. 34 gig. Now if you're not super techy and you don't know what a gig is or you don't necessarily have a way to figure out what 34 gigs looks like, well let me tell you what it looks like. We know that the human eye comes across 105,000 words every 12 hours of of being awake. 105,000 words. Now we don't process all of those words consciously but we see them they come into contact with our eyes think about that that's an unbelievable amount well guess how many songs you can put on a 34 gigabyte iphone or hard drive take a take a guess really quick how many songs is it 100 is it 500 is it 1000 it's 10000 10000 average length songs fit on a 34 gigabyte hard drive. 10,000. That's how much information we're receiving every single day. And most days, a lot of that information is very different than the information we received the previous day or the previous week. Some of it's the same. Obviously, we have our routines that we go through. Some of those words certainly the same. We look at the same things every day. Right here on my desk, I have a uh, picture of me and my kids in a salt mine in Germany. And there's words, the name of the salt mine and how many years the salt mine's been there and all that's there. And I see it every time that I sit at this desk. And I've got a bottle of all natural lotion from Alafia, coconut reishi hand and body cream. Coconut chai is the scent. Uh, yeah. So I see these words, you see these words, they're all over the place. I'm looking at words on the screen, but the information that's there is massive. And so our subconscious mind helps us to gather all that stuff. A lot of which we don't even know we're gathering cons or consciously. But what also happens is it's information overload to a large degree. I was in Italy. 12 years ago, I think 13 years ago, something like that. And I went to uh, Venice and there was what's called the Doge's Palace there, right next to uh, San Marco's Basilica where St. Mark is buried. And the Doge's Palace, if you've been there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, it's mural after mural after mural after mural. And I'm not talking about like eight by 10 foot murals. (laughs) I'm talking like 20 feet tall by 30 feet wide kind of I'm like huge walls of paintings. I may be a little off because over there, it's the metric system. But anyway, it's unbelievable. And they're beautiful. They're amazing. And there's, I think, hundreds of them. It's a big place. I don't know how many there were. And I don't know how big they were. But I know it was overwhelming. I looked room after room and I thought, wow, that's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Holy cow. Look at that one. Oh my gosh. I've never seen anything like that. And then, you know, the Sistine Chapel was, you walk through there and I saw that. And then I actually went to the Louvre in France and the artwork there. You you can't, I don't think you can get through the Louvre in a week and see everything. It's unbelievably massive. My point is, I understand consciously how overloaded I was with all that imagery and all that stuff. And I can't remember the vast majority of it consciously, but my subconscious has got it all. It's all locked in there somewhere. It's really wild stuff when you think about it. Well, we have 85 billion neurons in our heads. 85 billion? (laughs) I don't think any of us can wrap our minds around what that even looks like. But I'll give you the best example i found. If you stretch those little guys out, because they are little guys, if you stretch those little guys out, you can go from LA to New York City, round trip over five times with the amount of neurons that you have in your brain. So there's a lot of stuff going on up there. What's important is that there's this reward system. And this is what we teach in NAAP. Uh, neuro auto associative programming that was put together by my friend Lamont Wilcox. We just had our first seminar at Vitality on it and it was really, really great. Uh, Very much enjoyed it. And I shared some of this information at that seminar. And if you're interested in more information on NAAP, I would love to share it with you. So certainly give us a call at Vitality at 801-292-6662. But anyway, there's this reward system and the reward system is basically the neurons. Releasing neurotransmitters, and those neurotransmitters create feelings. And it happens with thoughts. There's been some debate about this over the years in neuroscience, but what's basically believed by, I think, most experts now is that the neuron releases the neurotransmitter, which is a messenger, and the neurotransmitter hits the synapse and then moves over into the the next neuron. And that message is whatever that neurotransmitter is. It's dopamine, it's serotonin, it's GABA. They all do different things, oxytocin and so on. But every one of those in the subconscious mind is looked at as a a reward for doing something or even thinking something. And in our life, we know that we have these six psychological human needs. We're always trying to feel something, everything that we do, whether it's growth or contribution or love or connection, or maybe it's significance, perhaps it's control or the opposite, variety. But regardless, we're always trying to fill these needs by creating those rewards in our brain. And that brings me to MAPS. In our brains, we have these maps. Now they're not actual maps per se, but the analogy is powerful. Have you ever punched into your GPS on your phone a specific place you want to be? And you follow the map just like it said, maybe you have to reroute a couple of times, no big deal. You finally get to where it says, you are here. <laughs> but it's not the right place. You're sure, because you refer back and you say, Yeah, I typed in this. How did I end up here? And interestingly enough, no matter where you are, if you type in that same thing, that map is going to take you back to the same place that you don't want to be. Well, many of those maps were installed in our brains by the time we were seven years old. Parents, grandparents, siblings, friends, early childhood school teachers, church teachers, whatever, wherever it came from. And we do a lot in our lives based on these early childhood maps that we didn't even have any real part in installing. And it's oftentimes a bit of a broken GPS system. I was, well, let me ask you a question first. Do you ever feel just kind of stuck where you're at? I don't care really if it's your job, your relationship with the, the, the one you love or your relationship with your children or your relationship with your parents, or your relationship with your boss, or maybe it's not a relationship with a person, it's a relationship with a thing, like a substance. Maybe it's your relationship with food, or your relationship with a drug, or your relationship with tobacco, or alcohol, or television, or whatever. Do you ever feel just like you're sort of stuck in there, and you know you want to be over here, You want to improve whatever that is. You want to be over here, but that you always end up where that map takes you, which isn't here where you want to be. It's over there where you didn't mean to get to, but you've gotten there before. And it's very familiar because it's the same dang place that you've actually consciously been trying to avoid. Well, I had a friend, two friends, two dear friends, one of my very most favorite people to travel with is my old buddy Will and Will is hilarious he's a really really funny guy well our other buddy Chris and I and Will we're all in the car I'm in the back seat Will's in the passenger seat and Chris is driving and this is kind of in the early days of gps this is maybe 10 years ago i think we we're in chicago or something and none of us were familiar with the area and we punched in an address for something we did a Google search on. I don't remember where we were going. It was some sort of a, a store, or a restaurant or something like that. And he punched it in. it took us through three parking lots to get to the place we were going to. not streets, parking lots. And we're like, you know zigzagging around medians and other cars and buildings and whatever. And Will looks at Chris and he says, "What did you do? Put your GPS on challenge mode? And that's what it was like. And it was so funny to me because it it seemed like there was this setting on the GPS system that was challenge mode. Really, the GPS was just kind of a broken map. And we all deal with these things in our real life, in our real brain, in the real GPS inside our brain that thinks it's taking us where we want to be. It obviously takes us on a very challenging path to get there. And what I believe is there's an easy way and a hard way, an effective way and a less effective way to get where we want to be. And we oftentimes, I think based on things that are not out of our control, because I don't think anything's really out of our control when it comes to us, the external things are out of our control. You can't control your spouse or your boss or your president or your Congress or the weather (laughs) or most of anything else, but you can control you. And sometimes we still take ourselves on a challenging map to where we really want to be. Well, I've got something that kind of ties into this that I'm really excited about. I I, I announced it last week and I wanna go into a little bit more detail because I think, okay, let me take that back. I don't think, I know, if you take the time to do this with us, you are going to absolutely love it. The reason I know is because I know some of the information I'm gonna be sharing is very, very valuable, but I have three other amazing ladies that are going to be working with me. Rachel and Michelle and Amanda are awesome. And the the four of us are going to put on a workshop. It's two hours. It's on the 9th of February from 5.30 to 7.30. And the reason we're starting it at 5.30 is we are going to feed you. And we're ending it at 7.30 because the store closes at 8 at Vitality. And we want to leave a little bit of time for questions and answers and mingling and things like that afterwards. We're calling it the Peaceful Harbor Seminar, which is why I named this episode Peaceful Harbor, because we're talking about a lot of the same things. And there will be a taster's table with amazing food. Don't worry. Most of it, well, probably none of it, will be made by me, but I can make some good stuff. And we're going to teach you all kinds of different things. We're going to help you learn some breathing techniques, which I'm going to talk about here in just a second as well. We're going to talk about the difference between the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system and why that matters and how we respond or react when we're in one or the other. But mainly, this is really for parents and grandparents. Single or married or together for in some other form, we don't really care. I'm a single guy. The other three are married. And what it's all about is do you have kids? And I don't care if your kids are 25 years old or two and a half years old it's going to be valuable for every age. If you have grandkids, same deal. And what we're going to help you do is help find peace for yourself and for your kids or grandkids in a whirlwind of the controversy and anger and storminess of life. We'll talk about foods that create more stress on the body and foods that reduce stress on the body. We'll talk about brain hacks that you can use to find calm, even when hard stuff's happening. We're going to talk about things that may be imbalanced in your body, the nutritional side of things, whether it be vitamin or mineral or other types of deficiencies. And we're going to talk about things that will both balance body, mind, and spirit, the whole thing. It's not expensive. It's 15 bucks for one person. It's 20 bucks for a couple. We just want you there because it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very interactive. It's going to have delicious food. And it's just another one of those Vitality Radio live events that I've been promising I would bring to you this year. We did one on women's hormones, and we're going to do a a follow-up on that too, probably in later February or maybe March. But what these are about is a way for you to get out of the house, come visit with some people that want what you want, a better handle on your mental, physical, and emotional health. That's what this is about. It's the Peaceful Harbor workshop. It's February 9th from 530 to 730. And it's 15 bucks for you and 20 bucks for, for a couple. So 15 bucks for you, $5 for your significant other, or heck, if you want to bring your sister or your brother or whatever. If two of you come together, it's 20 bucks. There is limited space, not a ton of room. We only have about 20 people there. But I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. So if you have questions about it, call us 801-292-6662, or if you want to sign up, we already have several people on the list. So uh, get in soon if you really want to do it. February 9th, 530 to 730, 801-292-6662. And now I want to go back to what I was talking about and let's talk about breathing. Now, Michelle is a breath work expert. Now, you may not even know what breath work is, or you may have done some breath work, but basically it's kind of what it sounds like. You're you're breathing. You're learning how to breathe intentionally. Remember I talked about the subconscious mind kind of taking over and throwing things on autopilot? And thank goodness, because if we didn't automatically breathe, that would be a problem, right? But Michelle has learned in a deep, deep way How to breathe in ways that bring true relaxation, true inner peace, actually shift some of the neurological stuff that's going on in your head. And she's going to share some of those techniques with you. In the meantime, I'm going to share a simple one with you right now. It's called the 478 technique. Now, I don't know if you're driving while you're listening to this or if you're sitting still. If you're in a room alone or you're in a room with somebody else, it doesn't really matter because this technique can literally be used anytime. It's not meditation. You don't have to close your eyes. You can close your eyes. And if you can, if you're not driving, I actually encourage that you close your eyes while you do this, but you don't have to. And all the four, seven, eight is, is they're seconds. For four seconds, you inhale. Get it all the way down into the very bottom of your lungs. For seven seconds, you hold it hold it there, and don't let go. And then for eight seconds, you slowly release it. It's recommended that you inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. I think that there's definite value in that. In fact, they even talk about with the exhale that it should sound something like this. You're putting a lot of effort and intent in exhaling. Part of what you're exhaling visually should be your stress get it out of there you're inhaling brand new fresh oxygen you're exhaling stress and negativity and those types of things and when you're doing that you are changing the neurological picture in your mind and you're actually shifting the focus of your central nervous system it's very powerful and it hardly takes any time at all 4 7 or 4 seconds 7 seconds eight seconds. It is recommended that you do it two or three times. You can do it more. You can do it before you yell at the guy that cut you off in traffic. You can do it when you're laying in bed and your head's spinning and trying to figure out how you're going to fall asleep. You can do it before you send an inflammatory text message back to someone who just texted you something you didn't like. You can do it before you get your keyboard courage on and start yelling at people on social media. You can do it anytime and you can teach it to your kids. It's really, really powerful stuff. It's a great way to get a child who's frantic to calm down, relax, and realize the world isn't caving in on them like they thought it was. Very powerful stuff. I absolutely love it. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to do the rant. It's not going to be very long, but I think you'll enjoy it. And then after that, I'm going to talk about this COVID protocol I promised you from Dr. Merrick at uh, Eastern Virginia Medical School. I got to take this quick break and I think you're going to love what's on the other side. Stick with me. My name's Jared St. Clair and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements. We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call, and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally you can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Okay, welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio. I love doing this show, and I appreciate you listening. If you have any questions about anything you hear on the show, you call us at Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's also how you sign up for the workshop, the de-stressing workshop called Peaceful Harbor. for your. If you're a parent or a grandparent, we're going to help you help your children through this stressful world. And while we're at it, guess what? You'll learn a bunch of stuff too. So uh, that's what that's about. And if you have questions, give us a call, 801-292-6662. And because I'm running a little low on time, it is time for the Vital Rant.
0: In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll
1: be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. This rant is entitled, One Size Does Not Fit All. When it comes to most things but especially when it comes to your health. We have a virus rolling around out there. Perhaps you've heard of it. We also have viruses of anger, censorship, confusion, distrust, fear, anxiety. There's a whole bunch of them. I saw a meme with two mice that I really enjoyed, and I'm really annoyed because I can't find it again. (laughs) But there's these two little white mice, and they're looking at each other, and one of them says to the other one, are you going to get the COVID vaccine? And the other one says, I think I'll wait till the human trials are over. Now, I thought that was really funny. It's also kind of true. This is an experimental vaccine and it does cause a lot of people concern. Roughly half of Americans are very unsure or have decided not to get the vaccine. And the other half, for the most part, apparently look like they're planning to. But what this is about is not the vaccine. Being in the business that I'm in, I hear all kinds of things about vaccines. I hear all kinds of things about masks. I hear all kinds of things about not wearing a mask. I hear about taking vitamin C or not taking vitamin C, taking zinc, vitamin D, selenium, quercetin, elderberry. What should I use? What do I need to do to stop from getting sick? I get a lot of that. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. But since I've avoided the topic of COVID for the last couple of weeks, I wanted to circle back and give you my thoughts on all of this in this rant. I do feel like that mouse in the meme to some degree, but I can tell you that I've done the research, I talk about it on episode 88 of Vitality Radio if you go to the podcast, and I don't see a point in the vaccine for the vast majority of people. Now, they'll talk about or you'll you'll hear about herd immunity, but this vaccine doesn't provide that even if everybody gets it. And we know that clinically. Pfizer's said that. Moderna has said it. The CDC has said it. And again, I talk about those details on episode 88 of Vitality Radio that uh, happened on December 12th, if you want to find it on your player. But why do I think that the vaccine doesn't make sense for me? Well, I have lots of reasons and I share them on that episode, but a couple of them are that we already know that in the early group of people, the first like 112,000, 114,000, I think it was. Uh, of Americans 3% had immediate and very uncomfortable side effects to the point where they couldn't work for a day or more and some have died and some have been injured and so far they want to generally say well that's you know a coincidence a coincidence not an actual thing but they're investigating and we'll see we ju- we just don't know we don't know what we don't know about this vaccine but this is what I love about freedom and it's a freedom that is Kind of dangling by a thread in this country to a large degree. But we all have this personal freedom within within us that nobody can take away, mental freedom. And right now we also have physical freedom over most things, I think. You don't have to listen to me. Or you can listen to me and get an opinion, and you can certainly disagree and do the opposite. The truth is, we all get to do our own research if we choose to and make our own decisions. One size does not fit all. Some, maybe you, will decide to take one of these vaccines. Some, like me, will not. Some will take vitamins and minerals and herbs to provide immune support. Some will prefer to wear a mask and social distance as their primary precautions. Some will trust the government with their health information. Some won't trust the government even to tell them the time of day. Some will only listen to doctors and experts about vaccines and viruses. Some will also listen to alternative sources like. Vitality Radio. Some just stick to CNN and Fox News as their trusted source. Some will get angry when others don't like how they do it. Or they'll get angry because they believe they're right and everybody else should do the way that they do. Some will get angry at me for even talking about this in the way that I do. For even presenting an alternative. The point is, I really don't care. I don't care how you feel any more than you should care how I feel. You do you, I'll do me. The thing I do care about is honesty and discourse. We should talk about this stuff. We should be able to listen to alternative sources without them getting shut down, censored, fact-checked, and so on. What I care about is giving you the best information that I have available to me to help you make these decisions if you even want my help. Also, I've learned that the best way to prove my point often is to use medical doctors, scientists, and government sources. Because I often disagree with these entities, I use them as sources to prove them wrong. Because much of what we hear or read in headlines is only part of the story. For instance, I I mentioned the December 12th episode episode number 88 of the Vitality Radio podcast, where I give the information in detail about the vaccine that you don't see in the headlines or hear in the news stories, but it's all there in the literature, the scientific literature. I've been called a science denier on more than one occasion, and I'm not. I read the science. I think science is awesome. I also don't think science is settled. And it certainly isn't settled on this vaccine because it's still, even according to the FDA, an experimental vaccine. Today, for my primary topic, I'm going to talk about a doctor who actually is going to tell you that there are some natural things you can do to prevent and help your body heal from a COVID infection. And I love that. Because whenever possible, what we ought to have happening in medicine, in this country, is a concerted effort to work together on these things, where a doctor might listen to some alternative sources, not just the pharmaceutical world. And alternative sources might be willing to listen to a doctor. So that's the rant. Let's talk about this doctor. Dr. Paul Merrick, the chief of pulmonary and critical care medicine at East Virginia Medical School. He's introduced this protocol to his patients, and he's apparently trying to get this out to the general public. So I'm going to do my best to help. He's a respected physician. You don't get to be the chief of anything at a medical school if people don't think you know what you're talking about. But he's willing to think outside the box, obviously. And I say the box meaning the pharmaceutical box. Unfortunately, most of the doctors like Dr. Merrick have been censored during this pandemic thing. They've been heavily censored for recommending things like vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, even drugs like remdesivir or hydroxychloroquine. Sorry. So let's explore what Dr. Merrick is doing before he gets censored up because I think it has a lot of merit. And I've got the papers right here in front of me. So you might hear some rustle, of papers because I didn't uh, put this into my digital document here. But he has four different stages of recommendations. One for prophylaxis, which of course is prevention, someone who's not infected with COVID, but doesn't want to become. And he says those people should use the following cocktail. There's extremely limited data, he says, but the data is... Good enough in the instant in the, in the situation that we're in with a very new uh, situation, we have to do the best we can with the information that we have. And this cocktail, as he says, is cheap, safe, and widely available. So this is what he recommends: vitamin C, five hundred milligrams twice a day, and quercetin, two hundred and fifty to five hundred milligrams twice a day. Zinc, seventy-five to hundred milligrams a day or, and he prefers zinc lozenges, he says, after one month, reduce the dose to 30 to 50 milligrams a day. And then he recommends melatonin, beginning with just a third of a milligram and increasing as tolerated to two milligrams at night before bed. He prefers a slow release, he says. And then vitamin D3, 1,000 to 4,000 units every single day, And then he does say there's an option of a pharmaceutical called Fumatidine, 20 to 40 milligrams a day. So that's preventative. Vitamin C, quercetin, zinc, melatonin, and vitamin D3 are the natural products that this particular doctor is recommending. Now, interestingly enough, I decided to go ahead and look up the uh, melatonin thing just really quickly because I've recently heard some stuff about melatonin for COVID, but I didn't quite understand how it worked. So I found some articles that talk about the studying or the research that's been done on this. Melatonin, which gets synthesized into the lungs, acts as a barrier against COVID-19 infection. This also prevents the expression of genes that are entry points for the virus, according to the researchers of University of São Paulo in Brazil. Now I love, so so, so love that other countries are not doing what this country is doing and censoring all of the natural possibilities. They're actually researching them. Like, What's the worst that can happen? They research melatonin and it doesn't work? Okay, back to square one. That's okay. That's what science is. It's usually theories that get debunked, but sometimes it's theories that turn out to be amazing. Well, this melatonin theory seems to be maybe one of those. The study published in the Journey of Melatonin Research, the Journal of Melatonin Research, found that melatonin encodes proteins in cells such as resident macrophages in the nose and pulmonary alveoli, and epithelial cells lining the alveoli to prevent virus entry. So it acts like a barrier against it. Of course, we're told to wear a mask as a barrier against it. But we also know that there have been a bunch of studies now done on masks that say that it probably doesn't help. And yet they continue to ignore those studies. And then they also ignore these studies. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense if the effort is to find the best information to provide for people to help to protect protect their health. They ought to be open to all the information. And when I say they, I mean, Dr. Fauci, I mean, the medical schools, doctors, hospitals, the so-called experts. But some doctors like Dr. Merrick have decided not to ignore that stuff. They're okay looking to Brazil to figure out if melatonin works. And apparently he feels like it probably does help, or at least has the potential to help. Very, very cool information. Now, if you're symptomatic, but you're at home, in other words, you've got COVID or what you think is COVID, and you've got some symptoms, he recommends that you still do the same 500 milligrams twice a day of vitamin C and quercetin 250 to 500 milligrams. And he still do the same with zinc, 75 to hundred milligrams a day, but he wants you to bump your melatonin all the way up to six to 12 milligrams at night. He does say the optimal dose is not known, but he recommends a higher than normal dose for the purposes of erring on the side of caution when it comes to COVID because he wants to protect your lungs with what it appears melatonin will do in terms of creating that barrier. So it's not too late, even if you already have symptoms. And then vitamin D3, 2,000 to 4,000 units a day, which he's bumped up from 1,000 to 4,000 units. And then he talks about a couple of drugs that he could potentially recommend, ivermectin and uh, famotidine. Now, I'm not an expert on these drugs and I've not researched these drugs. I know what famotidine is and there's a couple others on here I'm familiar with, but I have decided to ignore those. For one thing, he says that they're optional. Um, and for another thing, I it's not my area of expertise. So if you have questions about those drugs, I'd probably recommend you talk to a pharmacist. Now, if you have mild symptoms, but you're in a hospital or in their hospital, then what he's going to recommend is 500 milligrams about four times a day, and quercetin, 250 to 500 milligrams twice a day. Again, same same thing. Zinc, still 75 to 100 milligrams. Melatonin, 6 to 12 milligrams. So that doesn't change. And vitamin D, the same, 2,000 to 4,000. But now in the hospital, he's going to recommend a few drugs. He's going to recommend enozaparin. He's going to recommend uh, methyl prednisone, and famotidine. Now, prednisone is a steroid, and there are some doctors, the frontline doctors that talked about prednisone or steroids for this, that said that it's, it's wildly effective. So there is some information showing that it could be very useful. Now, I'm generally not going to be uh, in favor of steroids, but we're talking about saving people's lives. And that's where I think drugs potentially have the best benefit is when we, it's too late for some things naturally to actually do the job. So that's what he's recommending if you have mild symptoms. Now, he also then jumps to the next stage, which would, of course, be respiratory symptoms, significant symptoms, people who may be admitted into the ICU. And at that point, then he says, absolutely, we want to do the prednisone, but we want to also do vitamin C, 3,000 milligrams in an IV multiple times a day for at least seven days. Now, that's interesting because Early on, and if you've listened to my show a lot through COVID, you've heard me talk about this, in China and South Korea, they were using IV vitamin C with a high level of success. And really early on, back in the early 1900s in this country, there were doctors using vitamin C in megadoses to cure polio. So, we know vitamin C has amazing viral, antiviral benefits. It's so refreshing to hear an actual MD in practice in a hospital in this country recommending IV vitamin C because all of that information was taken off of Facebook. It was taken off of YouTube. It was taken off of Google. You can't find it unless you do some alternative search methods. It's very difficult to find. It was all censored. You can Ask yourself the question why, but thank goodness this doctor has been paying attention to even the very early research during COVID. Now, he then says also that you want to do the 6 to 12 milligrams of melatonin if you're you know significantly ill with COVID and hospitalized. Uh, he calls this uh, actually the full Monty treatment. <laughs> Uh, he recommends two to 4,000 units of vitamin D still, the famatidine, and then vitamin B1, thiamine, uh, 200 milligrams in an IV a couple times a day. And he recommends at least two grams of magnesium a day. And he wants them to monitor blood levels of magnesium to prevent hypo, uh, too low, magnesium, which will increase the cytokine storm that um, is oftentimes what kills people with COVID, then he'll also recommend optional things like azithromycin, simvastatin, rimdesivir, uh, broad spectrum antibiotics, and a variety of other things. So basically what he's saying is, look, we've got all these things that we have at least reasonably good information on showing that they probably help with COVID. They're very safe things. So the worst thing that we can do is try it and it doesn't work which beats the heck out of what most Americans have been dealing with, with COVID, where they're sent home to either get better or to get so sick that they get admitted to the ICU. This doctor is saying, hey, let's actually prevent. If you don't have COVID, you should still take, he says, vitamin C, quercetin, zinc, vitamin D. If you do have it and it's mild, you should take more of those things. Oh, and melatonin. If you do have it and it's mild, you should take more of those things and if you get it and it's worse, you should take a lot more of those things and even step it up to, to IV solutions, which of course you can't do outside of the hospital or a doctor's office anyway. But this is my point of all of this. If we choose to make the decision that there is only one source of valid information on any topic, Any topic, political, religious, health, parenting, car buying, (laughs) I don't care what it is. We limit the spectrum and the value of the information that we can receive. You can always reject information that you hear, read, or see. And some people who listen to this radio show. Totally get that. Hopefully, you're one of them. Others get really mad and send me letters saying, you're misleading people. You're a charlatan, a snake oil salesman. Now, that's not nice. But like I said before, I don't care. I don't care if you feel that way. That's fine. I know what I believe, and I know why I believe it. And that's the real critical part of all of this. Whether you decide to do any of the things that I recommend, or any of the things that the CDC recommends, or any of the things that your governor, or your congressman, or your president recommends when it comes to COVID is up to you. Yay for freedom! But please keep your mind open to the possibility that somebody else might have some really great valid information for you. And if they don't, if it doesn't resonate, it doesn't make sense, you research it and it doesn't add up, fine. You did your homework, but please do your homework. And that means listening to shows like mine, but then listening to other people talking about this, And then looking into the stuff I say to make sure I'm not just full of hot air. I got no problem with that. Verify. Go for it. We all should. That is how health should be done. In the opinion of Jared St. Clair from Vitality Radio. It ought to be done in such a way that we have open and available access to all of this information we get to pick who we decide feels like the expert for us or experts based on the information and the data that's available instead of it being censored, locked down, hidden. Thank you, Dr. Merrick. I don't know who you are. Well, I know who you are, but I don't know you. I've never met you. I've never even seen a picture of you. But thank you for being bold and brave enough to actually have the audacity to recommend something natural for COVID prevention. Thank you for that. It's beautiful because I love that you also recommended pharmaceuticals, an area probably of higher expertise for you. Thank you for being willing to think outside of that box. I hope that I will be willing to think outside of that box and that you listening will be willing to think outside of the box. If you like Vitality Radio. If you like what you hear, will you please go tell somebody about it? Tell a friend, tell a family member, share it on social media, do whatever you want to do. Get the word out because if you think this is valuable information, I would love it to be shared. If you don't think it's valuable, you can turn it off. Either way is just fine with me. It really is. Thank you so much for listening. Let me hit you with a couple more things since I have just a couple more minutes before the end. Remember that seminar or that workshop, I keep calling it seminar, and it's just not the workshop uh, with Amanda and Rachel and Michelle and I talking about how to help de-stress your kids, how to help them steer through all the mess of anxiety and stress in this life. And by the way, you learn all kinds of stuff that'll help you too. And besides, what's more de-stressing to parents than? kids that aren't stressed, right? It's good stuff. That workshop is on the 9th. It's from 5.30 to 7.30. It's 15 bucks for you and five bucks for whoever you want to bring with you. We only have about 20 spots and we already have quite a few of them full. So if you want in, give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801 292 Sixty-six, sixty-two, And then I talked a lot of things about NAAP, Neuro Auto Associative Programming, uh, that was developed by my dear friend, Lamont Wilcox, which has freed my mind in ways that I can't describe. I can't describe them fully, period, but I don't have time to describe them all on the radio. So I give you bits and pieces most weeks, like I did earlier talking about that peaceful harbor stuff. And we'll give you some more really good stuff in the the workshop, but we do full-on deep dives into NAAP. If you really feel stuck, if you feel like your maps are taking you to places you don't want to be, you're struggling with addiction, you're struggling with anxiety, depression, just about anything in life that makes you feel like you're just not getting where you want to get to. If that's you, if that resonates with you, I believe I have a solution that can help you, and it's called NAAP. We are doing a deep dive on the 10th So the day after that seminar workshop on the 9th, we're having a deep dive on the 10th. Now, you'll need to know a lot more about it than I can tell you right now. But if you're interested, give us a call and just say, I'm interested in NAAP. Uh, Who can I talk to? If I'm there, I'll talk to you. If not, we'll give you a call back. It's 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to me I very, very much appreciate it because I know how valuable your time is. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio.
0: You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.